I went to my parish today for two things. One, to help out with a project that took a couple of hours, but also to just be in the presence of God. That's about all I could do, just sit in the presence of God. I haven't been able to pray very much. I haven't been able to read anything considered religious very much. I have done a couple of rosaries, but not with great attention. I have felt assaulted by the world events and the poisonous atmosphere in the United States. I know I'm not the only one. People say that religion is a crutch. Well, if it's a crutch, it ain't working very well. But I knew, and I know, that the thing to do in that moment, in that experience, is to put myself in the presence of God. It may not change my immediate sense of things, but it provides for a grace to keep me persistent. Well, that's my hope, at least. No, it's more than that. It's a prayer. A very quiet prayer. It's also about seeking the grace not to be deceived in a world where deception is primary. And about seeking the grace not to go mad, in a sense. Mad from what? From the cacophony of voices. Loud, angry, uninformed, mean-spirited even, that if they have power, and some do, will oppress the rest of us. They will do this in the name of some relative morality that is simply morality by virtue of the power to impose it, which of course is no morality at all. Once again, it's about some men and women seeking to be God. As I was sitting outside, as the night came upon us, I was thinking about Facebook and the Tower of Babel. Is there something comparable about them? So before I started doing this podcast, I pulled out the Catholic Revised Standard Version of the Bible, and I thought I would take a look at it and give it to you, the section regarding the Tower of Babel. And that's in Genesis chapter 11. Now the whole earth had one language and few words, And as men migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down, and there confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. What's not the same about Facebook and the Tower of Babel? 
Well, in the case of the Tower of Babel, the ancient people, at the time they tried to build the tower, spoke one language, until God, seeing their pride in trying to be gods themselves, confused the language. And so everyone speaks different languages today. I suppose the one thing we can say about Facebook is that we're not all speaking the same language, certainly not the same language of truth. In fact, the concept that Pilate established, what is truth, is just as much of a problem now today. And since each individual thinks that he or she has truth in his or her hands, the confusion is even greater. On Facebook, one could say, every voice seeks to be God or God-like. And these voices are of angry gods, gods who would impose their will upon the other. No, I and other of my friends are part of Facebook, and my perspective, or so I think when I'm going in, is that I'm trying to present some form of what I consider objective truth, not my truth. Of course, somebody talking to me will say, oh no, it's just your truth. In some ways, the babble that humanity was left with after God intervened in ancient times is worse because in our confusion, our confused language, we somehow have not in any way checked our pride. What's my part in all of this when I'm on Facebook? I may truly believe and I might even be right that I have some insight into objective truth, and that others who are participating on Facebook have some insight into objective truth. But in a sense, what I might be trying to do is to take God's place, to control the outcome, which is not mine to control. It's not wrong to participate. It's not wrong to express an opinion. But it is wrong to become angry when I cannot control what the responses are or the outcome or the context in which I'm living. In some ways, I'm building my own little tower. When I go to church and I say, Lord, I can't pray, I make it his problem when it may well be my own. I suppose in a way, I just want him to make it easy for me. I want him to part the waters and let me walk through and have everyone say, yes, she is right. And therein lies the desire to be God, especially when I don't realize it. Well, maybe I should get off Facebook where I want to publish this very podcast. So no, I can't get off Facebook. Well, I can, but I'm not. But what I can do or will do is seek to stop trying to convince. That's not a role for this forum. And I'm not sure that I can quell my sense of pride in needing to be right. So stop. The problem with all the means of communications out there, including things like Facebook, is that it tends to cultivate our sense of power and pride my sense of power and pride, even when I don't see it. And the thing that's needed is the opposite, is humility. That doesn't mean you don't express your opinion. It just means that you don't try to control the outcome of the opinions. Ultimately, 
There's only one opinion that counts, whether you believe in him or not, and that's God's.